Hi, this is Anna, and this is Check It at the Round Table, where we discuss movies, books, music, and stuff. Today we are discussing Color Rush, Episode 4 of the Korean BL series. I am really enjoying this series, peeps. Now, I am watching it on Vicky Rukatom because they have English subtitles, and it's kind of hard to find on YouTube with English subtitles for all episodes. I do want to put a huge notice here, though, that on Vicky Rukatom they have labeled every single BL R, simply because they are BLs, and there is nothing in this show so far that even warrants a PG-13 rating. So, yeah, Anna's a little hacked about that. This episode is about the Mono and his probe, and the probe has come over to the Mono's house to show him the night sky. So he knows the loneliness that can be with color with the night sky and the skyline. He takes him up to the rooftop to show him that, and they kind of have a moment there where they sit and look at the sky. And the probe basically kind of, in a roundabout way, asks the Mono if he wants to continue color lessons, and he says, yes, he does. He wants to see the world in color. And the next scene is absolutely hilarious to Anna because it has the mono on his bed with the cover thrown over his head, berating himself for saying that he wants to have color lessons because he's trying his best to avoid the probe at all costs because he does not want to harm the probe, and some monos do harm their probes. Um, I think it's kind of sad that, you know, the mono's aunt never showed him good examples of probes and monos getting along well. We have a slight digression that the mono's mother married his father who was a probe and their relationship seemed okay so I'm not quite sure why the aunt has instilled in her nephew the fact that all monos turn evil basically and I'm like you know that's kind of stupid I, I'm no offense here and I'm going even if we don't have research to back up that all monos don't turn evil do we have to bring that upon our nephew who's you know and 16 years old maybe I mean that's a lot to go on if you're a kid so anyway he's sitting there berating himself in his bed going why did I say yes to color lesson I meant to say no and he goes you know it's because my probe's eyes they turn this nice caramel color instead of their black gray and color that they normally are when I see no color and that's what made me decide to say yes when I really meant to say no and it's so funny I don't know it's just absolutely hilarious so anyway, he then goes to school the next day trying to avoid the probe, kind of looking in the hallways, making sure that the probe's not there before he goes forward. And there's these two kind of hanyans. I don't know a nice term for them. That's what we would call them where I come from. They're just kind of, they're, they're weird boys, okay? They're just, yeah. So anyway, and they're kind of laughing at the mono, and they know that he's doing this because he's totally freaked out about the probe. And then the probe comes into the classroom after the mono and walks in front of his desk, then steps behind and goes basically, hiya. And that makes the mono completely lose it, throw his arm in the air, and by accident hit the probe in the cheek and cause quite a little bruise. Um, the, pro the mono was not trying to hurt the probe. It simply happened to be that he wasn't expecting anyone there, and then he basically lashed out, freaking out. And so he then takes the probe into the nurse's, nurse's station. The nurse is not there. So he basically helps him get some balm on his cheek and all that. 
in the mean in process he gets a color rush which actually takes him back in time to the last day he saw his mother when she was putting on a yellow headband this really throws him into kind of a PTSD moment is what I would call it where he's seeing the past in partial color and it's really freaking him out the probe gets him set on the nurse's bed laid down so he can calm down and then the nurse comes and says that basically that's just a reaction sometimes that monos have when they are introduced to color it's an acclimation process the mono and probe then leave the office the probe kind of clings the mono up because he's been looking like he's crying and they go stand in the rain for a while just to kind of chill um at this point, the mono's like, why are you hugging me, Probe? You need to be running away, you know, leaving as fast as you can and not being around me. I mean, he's thinking this in his brain. And the probe at this point says, well, I want to hug you right now because I was really scared when you were in that state of basically canatonic stress. And I was worried you were seeing really bad things. And... He then says, would you like to see the rain fall? And so he basically allows him to see in color. And with the probe, the mono can only see the colors the probe sees, which is kind of an interesting concept. I really like this, this series. And it's at this point that the mono's left with some rather darker tales. And you know, I think it's interesting because it's weird how desire plays out. A lot of times, instead of wanting to share what we hold precious, a lot of people want to lock it up and keep it in a jar. And he wants to, you know, keep the probe as much as possible, lock it up so that he can have the color. And he doesn't know what to do with that emotion. It's not that he wants to do that. It's just that that's a gut reaction for him as a mono. And he's sitting there going, why am I having these emotions happen? And he actually breaks away and runs off. And the probe catches him and goes, what is going on? And he says, well... I had a bad thought that I wanted to lock you up there for a moment. And I think it's a very interesting series so far. I'm going to be curious to see how they ended up. If if the characters give in to their worst natures are given to their better natures. My guess is, you know, like most of life, it's going to be a half and half thing. I think people, you know, tend to do something wrong for a while, but then they come back and they choose the right path. The other thing is I would really like to know the probe's perspective on stuff because you're really only getting the story from the side of the mono and I think kind of in a weird way the probe has the same draw to the mono as the mono has to the probe because the mono helps the probe see faces because the probe does not have the ability to differentiate faces from one another and when he's with the mono he can and so they both add to each other's lives in unique ways by the vision that they give one another. It's a very interesting storyline. I definitely give this series a 10 so far for interestingness. Now, I will say this isn't one I watch with the kitties, um, simply because some of the things that are discussed with the monos. I also think they could have made it a little less dark in honest personal opinion. But it is certainly not an R-rated film, and I really wish Vicky would get over that. Personally, I'm just saying, I mean, almost, yeah, every single BL on Vicky is now rated R. And I can honestly say less than four of them deserve that rating. And, yeah, that's just... Okay, but anyway, that is my review of Color Rush Episode 4 of the Korean BL series. Check it at the round table. Bye!